fuck you. That's my name. <laughs> Let's fuck this robust Italian pig. <laughs> robust. <laughs> yeah. Been ordering from Domino's lately. <laughs> Doesn't that mean round? Rotund. Let's fuck this <laughs> rotund Italian pig. Oh my god. Is it corpulent? Very corpulent? It is. And, you know, it's corpulent and so are we, but... A little bit, yeah. Yeah. We're also Sharks Across Hollywood. Hey, that's a different intro. I liked it. And it'll never be repeated ever again because I'm not that fucking clever. Anyways, speaking of all the all the rotund and... What did you call it? Corpulent. corpulent very corpulent. Corpulent Italian nonsense. We're going to talk about... Well, I was going to say we're, we're celebrating, but not really celebrating. We're preparing for the release of the new Super Mario Brothers movie by reviewing the old Super Mario Brothers movie. I got a love with you i may have said this on the previous episode when we first mentioned it i can't remember but uh, I've, I've definitely had the thought before and this viewing just reinforced it i am not as excited about a new mario movie as i am about this ridiculous shit the new mario brothers movie is them doing it the right way yeah i don't know that i want the right way anymore. <laughs> yeah no i i don't I agree. Uh, this way is just the, like the original way, uh, the one from 1993 that we're going to be talking about is a fucking train wreck, and you just laugh your ass all the way through it because it's really fucking funny to watch. This movie is like butt stuff. You know it's wrong, but it feels so right. Uh, yeah, so the movie came out in 1993. There's a British guy and a Latino guy playing two Italian plumbers. And Welcome sh- to the 90s, Sure, baby. why not? Even John Leguizamo's like, yeah, there weren't a lot of roles like that big for Latino actors like me. And I'm like, nope, I, you don't have to explain a damn thing, man. One well, thing. It's the 90s. Yeah, one thing I will apologize firsthand to John Leguizamo. None of us took him as seriously as we should have in the 90s. That's true. Because that is true. Look at this motherfucker. In fairness, though, he, he hadn't given us much <laughs> to work with that at that point. No, but then you look back and you're like, oh, fuck, he was clown. That movie sucks, but he was awesome as clown. Like, he disappeared into that role. Yeah, he definitely did. It was a little much for me, but, you know, I I haven't watched it since I've started really enjoying bad movies. I I only watched it back when I still took myself a little too seriously. And so, like, I can't deny that he committed, which is the most important thing if you're going to do a role like that. Especially one like that. Oh, man, I didn't know it was him for years. I didn't realize (laughs) But that character was irritating as hell. He was supposed to be. I think I think he's like that in the comics, too. A little more sinister. Yeah. Because they... I'm pretty sure that movie was rated R, but... It I'm, was. Was it? Yeah. Because I swear to God, it was PG-13 when it got released in the theaters, but I might be making that up. And then they, when they released it on VHS, they're like, fuck it, we need to release the R-rated version. That might be true. You might be right. They might have done it as a PG-13, and then it was the VHS that got the R rating. I am not sure on that one. I want to so say that happened, could be but right about that. I could totally be making that shit up, too. I have no idea at this point. Also, I watched it recently. Spawn is a fucking horrible movie. Okay, it, so it wasn't just me, No, then. in the right way. It has, all, it has so many things. It gets so many things right, like the Spawn suit 
and the makeup effects and the clown costume was really good. They actually built a violator prosthetic or like a like a, a thing and they used it in a few shots and it looked really uh-huh. awesome. But the CGI is bad. The, the CGI isn't if, if if you're if if you know that it was a low budget movie in the in the mid to late nineties, then the CGI is you know whatever. I also don't kind of like what we got here. Exactly like what we got here. Oh yeah, Spawn was PG thirteen. Was it okay? So I'm not crazy. Yeah, I'm not out of my nope. mind. All right, you were right, sir. I misremembered that one too. <laughs> I remember seeing it in theaters and nobody really saying much about it. So, so there you go. I didn't see it until the R rated version, though. I will say that for my in my own defense, the version I saw was the R rated version. My mom rented it for me. My mom would never have rented that for me. In fairness, though, I believe I was already of age and therefore did not need her to. So yeah, your mom wouldn't rent you shit. She's like, "You're old enough. Get the fuck out of my face." <laughs> No, my mom basically, my mom let me rent pretty much whatever I wanted from the time I was about 11. She wouldn't rent it for me, though. If she, if she went to the video store with me, she would get a little bit more picky about things. When she set up her video store account and she added me to it, they asked her, do you want to put any restrictions on what he can rent? She was like, you promise you'll be good, right? I was like, <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Wow. She's like, okay, he can rent whatever he wants. Has she ever met a child before? Apparently not. She must have completely <laughs> forgotten what it was like to be one. I, I have no fucking clue. Because, of course, whenever she was left me at home alone, I, I would go up there and just rent some scandalous shit. Yeah, it's like, what's the R-ratedest R-rated movie you have? <laughs> I was like, okay, short of going into the porno section, they wouldn't let me back there even with her blessing. I remember I, I watched Stripped to Kill, which is a movie about a stripper who thinks say. she might be a murderer but isn't sure, and then, or some of the other ones I rented. Well, I think I re-rented The Warrior and the Sorceress there. Like, I remembered it from being a kid, but I was like, is this the movie I was thinking of? And then, sure enough, it was the it was the one where I got all the trauma. Oh, yeah, for, from that chick drowning. <laughs> yeah, that fucked me up so bad. <laughs> oh, my but it did goodness. have a lot of boobies in it. It did. Oh, man. You did this. Which was all 12-year-old me needed. Oh, dude, I know. I know. I know the thing. Watching mall rats and... Not not mall rats. Yeah, mall rats because there were no there was, mall rats. Yes, there for was, sure. There was a tit in there watching half baked because there was a tit no, there, in there, there. There were three tits in or four tits in mall rats. Five nipples. Oh no! Oh nope! You're right. You're right. Four tits. Yep. Four tits. Five nipples. There's some boobs in a uh, in in half baked, which I liked. I've only ever seen half baked on TV. Oh shit! Really? Yeah. Dave Chappelle and Jim Brewer being who they are now kind of have soured me on the movie. <laughs> But I watched it. I watched it fairly okay, recently. Fair enough. I watched it fairly recently prior to knowing that they were like that, and it still didn't hold up for me. So I, I, I will say, I just can't wrap my head around that. I can't wrap my head around them being these conservative weirdos. And art, no, no, well, that too. But I can't wrap my head around letting an artist's personal life ruin your ability to enjoy their art. Like my daughter's that same way. I, I, I understand you guys. You mean what you're saying, but. I can't wrap my head around it. Like, I just expect all famous people are pieces of shit, and so I'm never disappointed when I find out they are. Let's put it this way. L- um, leave Kevin Spacey alone with your son for a while. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I wouldn't leave, but I wouldn't leave him alone with any celebrity, period. Because I don't, I don't, I, don't I, I genuinely think they're all pieces of shit. Like Lance Henriksen, who I love, uh, I wouldn't leave my kid alone with him. John Leguizamo, no fucking way. Bob Hoskins, get the fuck out of here. That's funny because I actually trust John Leguizamo for some reason. Yeah, you're stupid. That's why. It's that face, man. I don't know. He's, I know. it is. A, he does have a great face, and I want to trust him. I understand the desire, but come on. Get the fuck out of here. He is just adorable. I mean, he might be one of the guys who's never done the foul shit 
but he knew about the foul shit and was a party to it. You can't be a success in Hollywood without that. I mean, look at what fucking happened to Courtney Love when she did speak up about the shit that happened. Courtney Love got exiled from Hollywood, man. She was an up-and-coming star. She got an Academy Award nomination in her first fucking movie, and she deserved it. You know who doesn't need therapy? No, I don't. Bob Hoskins, because he's dead. That's true. That's true. And we're gonna we're gonna segue right into talking about the movie by fucking dragging everybody down because if 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 we have to fucking talk about this, then you have to be down here with us. <laughs> the closest you will ever get to this looking like or resembling a movie based on the Mario Brothers video game is the Mario theme playing during the production company logos. That well, is literally oh, okay. it. Wait. I mean there in is a, fairness. there is a Bob bomb in here, but still. There is a video game opening prologue though remember yes but is that from the actual games or did they just make that shit up no it's totally made up but it was done video game style it was comparable to the higher quality video games of the time like well i guess not the higher quality but the uh it was like a 3do cutscene. basically that's not that, that's not exactly a high bar man no it's not but at the time <laughs> it was and i'm specifically saying a mario game that shitty little opening with the dinosaurs and that guy with that really thick brooklyn accent just kind of speculating wildly the meteor hit and what if the dinosaurs didn't all die just what, what if, if? They came back. Uh, Who the fuck is this character, first off? Second off, why is this all being done hypothetically? Why don't you just tell us that's what's fucking happening? Because it's not like we go on a mysterious journey to find the fucking answer. They slap us with it in the first 15 minutes. It's three goddamn seconds into the movie when he fucking starts talking about that. If you completely ignore that, you know, and he's like, and what if they tried to come back? Well, it's not a what if. They are. They're trying to come back. And we learn that very quickly now i don't know who the hell the fucking narrator is who is it dan castellanetta don't recognize that name homer simpson man what (laughs) homer simpson did the opening narration oh my god okay that kind of adds a whole new layer to it (laughs) and frank welker does like creature voices and stuff so that makes sense who's who's frank welker who's frank welker yes he does every voice you've ever heard in your entire life. He, I need an example. He's Shockwave, Galvatron, Megatron in several Transformers movies. He's Megatron. Okay, Prancer. He does the. He does a lot of like animal noise voices. He's Curious George Garfield, who, ha- who is famous for his voice. You've heard his voice in pretty much everything that you've ever seen. Okay, I'll I'll just have to take your word on that one. Uh, unfortunately, I'm not as well versed in voice actors as I would like to be because there are some greats out there. Like he does Well, you know, there's a couple of other big stars in this movie too. He doesn't say no to shit. Look. All right, let's move on beyond Frank Welker. Oh, sorry, I love Frank Welker. I can't help it. Okay, that's he's fine. A, he's Nothing a very, wrong with it, but we do have to man. eventually discuss the movie. Homer Simpson tells us, you know, it's split off and alternate universes, all that shit. There's a Okay, okay, right. for the listener, if you haven't heard, if you haven't watched the movie already, it's not like Homer Simpson comes on and does this it's just the guy does it i would never in a million years if you said it's someone famous guess which voice they did i would never hit on homer simpson it's 20 years ago so put the first part of the movie that makes no goddamn sense it's all rainy and some lady is she drops off a capsule like this capsule looking thing in front of a church some nuns open the door take it in she also leaves a little rock on the things so we'll 
No, no, she doesn't just leave it on it. She like pushes it into the Inserts capsule it, yeah. like a key. The music is by Alan Silvestri, who also did the music for Back to the Future. No shit. Yeah. Wow. We go inside the church with the nuns and they open this thing and it's got a giant egg in it. It looks like it's a fucking dinosaur egg. Jurassic Park was right on the horizon here. This one came out before Jurassic Park, though. So some of the stuff that happens in here, like with a certain animatronic later, I'm actually kind of impressed that they did that. Pretty influential on Jurassic Park. Basically, Steven Spielberg owes this movie his entire career. If it wasn't for this movie, the world wouldn't have been ready for Jurassic Park. Yeah, because Steven Spielberg never made a movie before Jurassic Park, you know? Steven who? So my question about this scene, though, is why aren't the nuns, like, weirded out by this? Yeah, they open it up, and there's this giant egg, and they're all kind of like, ooh. And they not in a scared way, in a like, like, what is this? This is completely normal. Is it going to be ostrich for breakfast? Like, this happens every day. And then the fucking egg hatches. It's a fucking baby. What I said about this scene, about it being the first time where the movie gets makes no fucking sense, it's not that it doesn't make sense while you're watching it. It makes sense while you're watching it. It's weird. It's a little confusing, you know, because you you watch a baby hatch out of an egg. So that's a little weird. But we also got the setup with the dinosaurs and everything. So it's not, you know, it's not like it's out of the, it's not beyond the pale or anything. But the reason this makes no goddamn sense is once you get to later in the movie, you find out that the portal from the Koopa Kingdom to or the Mushroom Kingdom, whatever, to regular Earth, only recently was opened 20 years in the future from this scene. So that begs the question, how the fuck did Daisy's mom get through with that egg? Because she had the rock and it was open 20 years ago. But that's just it. The, the thing is, is it wasn't open 20 years ago. It was just now opened and just now discovered after being buried for millions of years. That's the implication. Yeah, it doesn't really make sense. You're thinking about... A Mario Brothers movie, way too hard. Because clearly they didn't oh, think very much about it. No, no, no. Nope, that wouldn't work. I was going to say maybe it's because they didn't have the rock, you know, the, the magic key rock. But they also didn't have the magic key rock this time when they came through. So it doesn't really it doesn't really work. Well, yeah, and also... So, so the lady, it, the lady who dropped off the, the the capsule at the church, she runs away. She runs into this cave thing, and she runs into Koopa. Like we see Koopa, like right there. Yep, he's just there, and he's like, "What's up, bitch? Uh, give me the thing. Give me the rock." He says, played by the great Dennis Hopper, with well, arguably the best hairdo he's ever had. Absolutely, just kind of playing a slightly different version of the character from Speed, which like, is really Dennis Hopper's strong suit, you know. Yeah. He's particularly uh, good at that. I don't know what the fuck he does. She knocks a pillar down or some shit. Like, she dies. It's really, it's a lot, and I, now I don't remember, even though I just watched it yesterday. But fuck it. She's dead. Yeah, she's dead. So Brooklyn, now. That's what it says. Brooklyn, now. 2023. Yeah. 1993, but you know. Good God, this movie's 30 years old. Oh, hey, this is, this is, a, per- this is a perfect year to do this stupid movie. Now, oh, which means that Daisy was born in 1973, or rather she hatched. Presumably in 1973, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, if we're going with the whole hatching thing, right, why do the female evolved dinosaurs have breasts? Because... Those are literally the mammaries in the word mammal. So Aunt Petunia can have huge tits in that tight dress she wears. Apparently. And Big Bertha also. Doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But at the same time, this is one of those movies that's kind of like that. You, you just sort of have to embrace the absurdity because it just gets more absurd as it goes. So Mario Brothers plumbing. So they're they're legit plumbers. They live in Brooklyn. Apparently, Best in Brooklyn. 
the best in Brooklyn. Luigi is busy. He's watching like tabloid TV. It's like, ooh, is there an alternate dimension? And he's just like sitting there spaced out, staring at the TV. Mario doesn't believe in none of that shit because it's just not practical. And Luigi also reads the uh, the Weekly World News and other such tabloids. <laughs> they get a call, though, and they, they have to go fix somebody's shit. I don't, like, maybe actual shit. I don't know. I think it's, no, I think it's a washing machine. And they have to race to get there because Scapelli Construction might beat them to it. Yep. As, and- if, as if New York is, like, so bereft of people in this universe. Like, like they do realize there's 8 million people in New York. Yeah, but th- maybe it's just there's, their, their little borough, there's you know? always going to be business for a plumber. But apparently not for these guys so much. Apparently Scapelli has a monopoly on all the plumbing in New York. Yeah. Because he, keep, he keeps showing up even when he's not getting called. So when, when they get this call, Luigi ends up driving and he drives crazy, which is foreshadowing a moment like, like they didn't need to foreshadow later. Because it's really not important that he can't drive very well. All it leads to is Mario going, I'll drive. And that's it. Yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> the setup and payoff in this movie is not amazing. Oh, and it also, I guess it does set up uh, a little bit of him, like Luigi going like, oh, if we take this direction. I go, okay, so that, that does have more. If we take this direction, we'll get there faster. And then it leads Mario to like, okay, I'm not listening to you about directions anymore. You know what? Yeah. I forgot about that too, but you are absolutely just, right. That I, is uh, one of Luigi's it. major character traits is whatever his instinct is, it's always wrong. He's such a sweet little dude too. They picked the right guy for Luigi here because he's able to play so sympathetic. And if you watch in the later Mario universe, once it started to get more story-based, Luigi is sort of like a sympathetic sad sack like that. Like, he keeps screwing things up, you know, he's kind of a doofus. Where are you getting this information? Because all I, I don't know, I don't know shit about the Mario universe, apparently. Oh, uh, from like Luigi's Mansion and, you know, like he's always the one who gets scared by stuff and runs away. Well, then again, I haven't watched the cartoon in a long time. Well, I don't know for the cartoon. I don't remember the cartoon. I did watch it growing up, but I don't remember it. I just remember that Captain Lou Albano played Mario. Fuck yeah, he did. That's I all I remember about it. Hey, Paisanos. Yeah. Guess guess what else doesn't hold up as well as you want it to? The, the Super s- Mario Brothers Super Show? Yeah. sir. Let's talk about Daisy. I say that like I'm going to insult her when Samantha Mathis does just fine for what she's given. She's perfectly acceptable. Looking back, there there were a, like a lot of Mario games released at this point. Everybody thought it was weird that they were going with Princess Daisy. Like now they think it's weird, but like I totally get why. It's because like Super Super Mario Land was such a huge fucking thing, and she was who you were saving in those games, and they were. Oh, so that's where she came from. Because while I was watching this, I was actually wondering that. I was like, wait a minute, I know Daisy is canonically one of the princesses, but I thought Peach would. I I thought she didn't come until later because I just remember Peach in those early games. Uh, But yeah, okay, it's Super Mario Land where she came from. Um, yeah, some of the some of the best Game Boy games ever. Super Mario Land Two fucking rules, by the way. That's a Super Mario Land 2 is definitely the superior game to Super Mario Land 1. I gotta say, they they captured the Mario spirit way more in that one. I know, it's it's good. I had that one growing up. It was always fun to play. I had Super Mario Land 1, not as good. Still good, though. It's You're playing fucking Super Mario Brothers on the go. That's awesome. I agree with you, which is why I played the hell out of it. And uh, it's one of the few Mario games I have actually beaten, but... Uh, 
Yeah, Super Mario Land 2 is definitely the better game. I've still never legitimately beaten a Mario game in my life. I've beaten a few of them. I beat I beat Mario 64. I beat Super Mario World. I beat Super Mario Land. I beat Mario Brothers U, Galaxy, 3D World. How impressive. I haven't played half of those <laughs> I fucking don't even know I think, now. I think that's it. I think that might be it. Uh, but yeah, we're going to talk about Daisy. Again, Samantha Mathis did fine, so so whatever. Uh, she is leading this dinosaur fossil dig for like the university, I guess, because that's a good generic early 90s thing. God, dinosaurs were so huge back then. Yeah, uh, the archaeologist angle was, yeah, it was kind of a thing that they did in these movies, wasn't it? I mean, these movies is maybe the wrong way to say it, but, but in the 90s, 90s movies, there were a lot of archaeologists just floating around. Like this feels like Jurassic Park came before for it but it, <laughs> it does it didn't it does. and it's really weird to me i just realized that scapelli who is also a business guy right he wants to shut down this dinosaur dig thing because business suit bad guys i didn't catch what the fuck i'm just waiting for all the weird shit to start happening at this point yeah that's fair it's not like this opening is incredibly engaging or something it really isn't it's basically just to get us to the fun stuff that's coming in act two which it's 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 getting there so we meet iggy and spike also iggy and spike are characters from the game iggy weren't they some of bowser's kids iggy is spikes are frog-like koopa enemies that throw spiked balls or rollers from within their mouths okay well i guess there's a character called spike also yeah, he's one of Bowser's like, kids. He's like the he's like one of the really dumb ones, I think. But he's like the big brute, if I recall correctly. They first appeared in Super Mario Brothers three. Give oh me. no, no! I guess there's um, there's like, Larry, Morton, Wendy, Iggy, Roy, Lemmy, Ludwig, and Bowser Jr. So it's not Spike. When I was looking up the character of Spike, uh, there there's a character in the Mario universe called Foreman Spike. But his first appearance was in that that game Wrecking Crew, where you know where all the generic protagonists just kind of looked like Mario. So it was part of the same thing. So it's Iggy and Spike. I- Iggy is one of the Koopa kids, and Spike is just a generic froggy looking enemy. But they're they just look like regular people here. I understand the choice to just make them all look look like humans from a budgetary standpoint. Oh yeah, the budget wasn't huge on this one, but it is incredible incredibly boring the budget was apparently too huge for them to make any of the money back though well yeah there is that big sweeping cgi scene up to daisy in the castle which actually doesn't look too bad no again for for the budget and the time especially some of this stuff looks fine it doesn't the budget it, was probably yeah. 20 million dollars just for special effects the budget was 42 to 48 million so yeah but the box office was 38.9 million that's worldwide as far as i know well i'm sure they made something back on video but certainly not what you call a rousing success no because this movie is at, it's kind of a piece of shit especially back then but we'll sidetrack into that here in a little bit let's let's plow through a little bit more into this movie then we can get into the what we actually feel about it real quick because <laughs> i have some stuff to make fun of people for the mario truck breaks down like the their, the mario van that they use to drive to all their things it breaks down just so luigi and daisy can meet cute because she was at the site when and getting told by Scapelli that you know girls are going missing you guys are going to leave and be done by tonight and shit so she has to go call the college to have more security put around there so they can keep digging what a what a time to be alive that you just run is into where she meets <gasps> yeah um i was also going to make fun of you know you can you just walk to a payphone you don't have a phone in your pocket like a fucking asshole and i mean you're an asshole because you don't have a phone in your pocket fucking that was a little weird like it even kind of threw me where she's like, I got to go find a phone. And I was like, ooh, culture shock. 
Yeah, every kid watching this now is like, the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Did you lose your phone? <laughs> um, but yeah, so Mario goes inside this gas station, or this, can, not a gas station, convenience store to get some water. And he's like, he tells Luigi, hey, go check our messages. Yeah, that's, a, that's another thing too. Go check our messages. Make sure we don't have any calls. Because, okay, kids who are listening to this, who aren't actually listening to this because I'm making you up, you could basically call any phone and hit like, what, zero or n- some number, and you could check your voicemail messages, except it wasn't called voicemail. It was called, ju- they were just messages, right? It was your answering machine. Answering machine. You could, answering you could machine. call your number, press like seven or something like that, and it would play back your messages. Yeah. You had to know which numbers did which commands because it would not tell you. <laughs> Don't you love it? So we can hear somebody, like somebody had left a message. Oh my God, this is fucking happening. It's really frantic and some shit's going down. And Daisy's just kind of- <laughs> The guy's like, yeah. send a plumber, send all the plumbers, <laughs> send more plumbers. And and Daisy just shows up looking cute and Luigi like goes, oh, um, 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 and basically fumbles his way to hanging up the phone and like handing it to her and then also giving her a quarter because she doesn't have one. Yeah, so like she went to find a phone without a quarter and it didn't occur to her to borrow a quarter from somebody before she left the dig site. She Come just, the fuck off, She just Daisy. knew some Italian plumber was going to be there to give her one. Well, in fairness, she is a very pretty lady. I will hand her that. And, uh, it, you know, it probably wouldn't have been too hard to bum a quarter from a stranger. Well, you know, that's true. One thing I am impressed about is that Mario isn't being a fucking douche about it. Like, he's like, he's like actually actively encouraging his brother to be like, dude, just go talk to her, man. Like, you should go talk to her. Like, he's not like, you're a fucking loser. She's not going to go for you. She's too hot for you. He's like, no, man go after it i'm like well that is very against type for the 90s oh very very much i'm like that's very encouraging she does go over there and uh wait a minute hang on why is a bottle of water three dollars in 1992 because that's what a bottle of water was in new york in 1992 all right fair enough so yeah daisy walks up to him and goes you know thanks for the thanks for the phone thanks for the quarter and then luigi's just like but being a fucking idiot and mario mario (laughs) mario wings for him he's you know eventually dinner all that shit oh wait no we don't we don't get the dinner conversation just yet because they offer her a ride back to the dig site luigi offers her the lamest ride in the history of lame rides he's like we have a van we have a van (laughs) and she's like it's not working (laughs) but it's broke right now (laughs) i'm like all right Shut up. Let your brother talk. Because... Uh, which he basically does by loudly whispering behind him and then Luigi repeating exactly what he said. And we, we will learn later that no woman can resist the charm of a Mario. Which proves that uh, Luigi is, in fact, adopted. <laughs> Hey, she doesn't resist his charm. She likes him. Yeah, but is it his charm or is it Mario Mario's charm? Oh, shit. That's true. He's standing right behind him, giving her the eyes. Damn, I didn't even think about it. They give her a ride, and then Luigi awkwardly, like, he actually jumps on this. I'm actually kind of impressed. He he jumps on it's like, you have dinner with me, and shit, so that, you know. She does agree. But, you know, Mario helps him, of course. But they're getting friendly at dinner. We cut immediately to the dinner scene, and Daisy tells everyone about the meteor and the dinosaurs and how, you know, the meteor killed the dinosaurs because apparently that wasn't super, like, common knowledge yet. Like, people knew, but I, I, don't, I don't think it was, like, a, the popular thing at the point, at that point. Everybody knew. Did they know? Yes, everybody. I don't, I, I don't remember like when it became like I don't know. I I you know you know the thing. When did when did that discovery even happen? I'm spending a lot of time. Well, yeah, this. I guess I guess it might have been one of many theories at that point. I'm not sure. I mean, the fact that they put it in New York as opposed to where we've since discovered is the most likely places are there. Are a lot of different hit sites around the world where major meteorite strikes 
have been, but um Oh, well it 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 only it had only been theorized in 1990 at that or 1980, sorry. So oh, yeah, so it was it was still relatively new. I knew I had heard it before, but I think maybe it was one of those things where there were several competing theories at that point and now it's pretty universally accepted the meteorite theory. This is just opening up all kinds of weird shit for us. I do have to say this is the point at the movie when my horny male self like immediately got derailed because I was, you know, like I've always thought Samantha Mathis is 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 very beautiful ever since I was a young man. And all of a sudden I'm like, whoa, 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 who is Mario's girlfriend oh, here? Dude. I immediately forgot about Samantha Mathis as soon as she pops up on the screen. You know who else you can forget about? Mario's girlfriend, because she hasn't really done much else, has she? She hasn't done anything since nineteen ninety nine. She is on social media. She's on Twitter and um she you know she occasionally tweets shit but it's pretty sporadic well how boring tell her to get her shit in gear there you go it is demonstrated once again at least for mario that you know mario mario yeah the ladies can't resist him even that bald tub of fuck over there he could fucking get him (laughs) and apparently she works at like a tanning salon or something because she she tells she tells daisy she's like we can get you a tan and stuff you'll wear something strapless you'll probably have to take that necklace off though and the necklace of course is the rock from the beginning of the movie and she she never takes which is a great opportunity for daisy to tell everybody about the origin of the necklace yeah she never takes it off but it comes from i just had it with her oh she had it with her ever since she was born because yeah she tells everyone that she was abandoned and then luigi gets all like oh my god you didn't have a mother or father neither and she's like what the hell are you talking about rachel brought this up and this scene is so fucking overly overly underwritten that we don't know who the fuck luigi's parents are are him and mario actually related because he's like well mario's been my mother my father my brother my cousin my uncle my whole life yeah i think that's how they uh explain away the fact that john leguizamo is so painfully obviously not italian like bob hoskins isn't italian but he could get away with it in this movie like i could buy bob hoskins is italian in this but john leguizamo i'm sorry he's not that good of an actor He's got the Brooklyn accent going. It's fine. He he does. So I buy that he's from Brooklyn, but I would have pegged him as, you know, maybe maybe Puerto Rican. I don't know. Hey, there's only Italians in Brooklyn, all right? Sure. That's why that that's why uh they based uh do the right thing in uh Long Island. Nope. That was an alternate universe. Wait, this is an alternate universe. This is a universe with dinosaurs in it. Well, there's no dinosaurs yet. Sure there are. Because they have to go to the alternate universe to get to the dinosaurs. I mean, Iggy and Spike technically, but well, and Daisy also technically because she came out of an egg. I don't fucking know, man. Hello. This movie, yeah, exactly. This, this movie doesn't make any goddamn sense. Also, they have dinosaur bones. Everybody knows those aren't real. Oh, right. The Earth is 6,000 years old also. Yeah, five. Hello. Oh, oh five. Read your Bible. That book's boring. I don't want to read it. The whole first 300 pages is just people begetting people and drowning. Oh, come on. That's not until like page seven. And he saw that it was good. Okay, sure. He's just fucking jerking himself off over his work that he likes. What? An artist isn't allowed to sit back and appreciate their own work? I don't know. Not with your dick out. He's God. He can have his dick out if he wants. (laughs) That's why it always snows. (laughs) His bald dandruff. (laughs) (laughs) i'm sorry for making fun of your dad jesus (laughs) ball dandruff (laughs) let's go catch some on our tongues that's the name of my new punk band ball dandruff god's ball dandruff oh god's ball oh yeah even better so dinner's over um 
Luigi decides that he's going to walk Daisy home and Mario takes his girlfriend home and Iggy and Spike are fucking idiots and they're like, oh, we know which one to take. They, they're they in a car talking and apparently they have grabbed the, the wrong girl four times. We don't really know. I don't think that we know exactly what they're talking about yet. Did they mention the princess and shit yet? Yeah, uh, here's the problem with Iggy and Spike's conundrum shall we say theoretically like the way it's explained is that they have face blindness for mammals yes but daisy isn't a mammal so she should stand out in the crowd like that they be they should be able to spot her no problem i didn't even think of that that's a good fucking point these guys are just idiots yeah. no i think the writers are the ones who are just idiots so luigi and daisy they they're, they're talking and and she's like Dude, if you wanna, if if I, if you're getting sick of me or whatever, if you wanna call it, I totally fucking get it. And Luigi's like, dude, I was thinking the exact same thing, or you know, some variation of that. Basically, they're like, if you're tired of me, just tell me now. We can just end it, and it's cool. But no, these are two of the most insecure individuals ever. Just, but I will say, that's actually, you know, kind of on brand given their origins. I was gonna say, technically, they were both were both abandoned, so they probably have those issues. So it makes sense. My only concern is that in terms of a long-term relationship, that's going to cause some problems. Well, they don't end up together at the end anyways. Or do well, they? They don't end up at the end of this one. But what about Super Mario Brothers Part 2 that never got made because of the bad box office? Who's the bad guy in that, do you think? Was it going to be Wario? Probably because they had just introduced Wario in super mario land 2 wasn't it three I, oh no two yeah he was the bad guy in two for yeah, sure he was the antagonist in two so most likely it would have been wario because they abandoned that uh that king frog which was probably smart not a not a great villain they end up instead of instead of breaking up right now they end up going to the going to the dig site because you know luigi's interested and apparently they have found some like weird dinosaur bones that kind of sort of resemble like human ish they have like human elements to them so that's a little weird yeah it's like a transitional form between dinosaurs and humans and which, again proves that this is a false universe because evolution is a lie <laughs> you know what else is a lie love that's true. Love is a lie. They almost have a moment because they're sitting there like, you know, talking about the dinosaur bones and they almost kiss. But then two assholes come running out of a tunnel, followed by just a fucking gust of or gust. Uh, Gout. A bunch of water. Some A bunch of water just sprays out of this tunnel. Okay. So like. Is it a tunnel or is it a cave? It's both. I don't fucking know. It's well, no, it's a tunnel. It's a tunnel. But these are Scapelli guys, right? Uh, so yes. theoretically, they're professional plumbers, right? Because he's got a whole army of plumbers, and that's what these guys came in. They came in and sabotaged the plumbing to flood the place. Yes. You'd think that they could do more damage than just causing a little leak that didn't even fill up the entire room or anything like that in the time it took them to run all the way back to Luigi's apartment get Mario and then run again all the way back to this dig site. So I, that's my next note. Actually, it's a good thing Luigi's a plumber because he knows just what to do. And by that, it means goes and grabs his brother and then just does whatever his brother tells him to do. These Scapelli guys, like I thought mob guys were supposed to be a little better at sabotage than this. Uh, Yeah, but it's a kid's movie. Well, sort of. It's not really a kid's movie. We'll also get to that a little bit. And then it turns out the water is just flowing down this crevice into this fucking canyon. They were never going to flood <laughs> that place. They would have done better dynamiting the place. And well, since Scapelli runs a construction company, they have access to dynamite. They didn't have any that's why those, bombs. That's why those mob guys are always running construction companies. Oh, oh, that's it. Okay. Also concrete, you know, to 
to make people sleep with the fishes. So Mario Mario comes in and saves the fucking day because that's what Mario does. He's the big brother. That's his job. Iggy and Spike have now grabbed the wrong girl four times, so now Koopa's gonna kill them, but no, he's not because he's not that nice. They're also Koopa's cousins, by the way. Oh, did we mention that, that they had kidnapped Mario's girlfriend? Oh, shit. No, I don't think so. Yeah, they kidnapped Mario's girlfriend. Yeah, but now they're back because they figured out that she was the wrong one again mammal face blindness yeah you're right that really doesn't make any damn sense they make their way down to the down to this cave tunnel area thing they see the marios fucking doing the doing the thing and they knock them out and they take daisy but apparently they're not going very fast because the marios were unconscious i assume and then they still managed to make it through the wall just as they're running away. They hear Daisy's voice echoing and they go deeper into the pipes and then they come to a cave area and yeah, you're right, this little canyon cavern thing where all the water is fucking flowing into. Again, we get a sequence that makes no goddamn sense. Daisy is calling to them from the other side of the wall and she leans through and her face comes through, right? Yes. Yes. But you gotta remember, when Mario goes into the wall, it's not going through a wall and popping into a room it's going through a wall falling through this ridiculous cgi crystal scape jesus christ yeah and then dissolving or uh uh what he's like atomizing and then popping into the room so how the fuck did daisy just pop her head right back out the other side well she is from there so maybe she has magic powers that help her fly in that universe i suppose that's possible you know you make a good point she is proven later to have powers that are not comparable to the other people in her universe yeah so daisy's face pops out (laughs) this wall and then uh luigi manages to grab hold of the rock and just like Uh, yeah the the rock on the end of the necklace which as she lunges forward it flips out he reaches for her dramatically grasps only the rock and it breaks loose daisy daisy luigi it's like fucking titanic jack rose jack rose (laughs) except they keep saying daisy and luigi over (laughs) and over again it's impossible for me to take anybody seriously who's shouting the name luigi now luigi's got another feeling but this one actually works because he's like i got a feeling i got a feeling mario's like no no don't do it if you fucking jump and you bounce your face off that wall you're gonna fall down this thing and you're gonna die but then luigi's like fuck it and then he just jumps into the wall and and he disappears through the wall and then mario's just like fine he, fuck he it. doesn't disappear <laughs> through the wall because cgi wasn't to that point yet well he jumps at the wall stops dead in midair and then explodes into a million pieces and mario does the same thing but then he yeah he does fall through this like thing like, i don't even know he's teleporting to this other universe and i'm like does everybody do this Like, is it that traumatic for everyone? Suffice to say, whatever it is he falls through, it's about a $5 million CGI budget for the time. (laughs) And it still doesn't look that good. It looks like something from a... Have you ever seen that uh, The Mind's Eye CGI videos from the late 80s and early 90s? No, I have no idea what that is. Maybe I do and I just don't remember. It looks terrible, but it was cutting edge for the era, and that is kind of what this looks like well that's funny because when they land and they stand up in that room with the big meteor they are in front of the worst like green screen wall and it's so it's just a wall like how could it look that weird it's not moving it's not doing anything it's just it just looks strange the marios almost catch up with these guys as they're fucking (laughs) running out of the meteor room and hoskins does this thing this is not my original observation i want to be clear (laughs) about that credit where credit is due how did this get made 
discussed this movie several years ago and I listened to that, but they brought up this thing that Hoskins does over and over and over throughout the movie. And once you are aware of it you can't stop hearing it where he keeps saying exactly what you just saw happen <laughs> he's like i just exploded into a million pieces and now i'm and then i now i'm standing in his room and like a bunch of water i'll spray on him he's like i'm getting sprayed with water i'm getting arrested for being a plumber he just he does it over and over and over i, I don't know if that's the script or if it's bob hoskins and john leguizamo both being fucking hammered through this entire shoot i don't know but whatever it is it's ridiculous apparently this shoot was a fucking nightmare really so you didn't know that so so here right before the oh this is all new information for me so before we get into into koopaville or wherever the fuck this place is called let's talk about some behind the scenes stuff this was such a miserable experience for bob hoskins and john leguizamo that they're just like fuck it let's make the best of it and be drunk every time we come here where we we signed on we might as well just do it and have fun i guess so they were fucked up for the whole movie pretty much yeah (laughs) oh wow there is a making of documentary on the umbrella blu-ray i didn't watch the whole thing but the directors are on it which i didn't know was going to be a thing because apparently they sucked so bad (laughs) that they got kind of blacklisted from hollywood for a while if not forever well this movie is pretty bad i didn't know it was blacklisted bad but it's Um, pretty bad well, yeah, so, which brings me to another point, like, how do you look at the original Super Mario Brothers game, not the not the one where they're, like, knocking Goombas upside down and kicking them off the thing, but, like, Super Mario Brothers, 1985, how? How do you, how do you look at that and go, I know exactly what I'm going to do. We're going to do this, it's going to look like Blade Runner, <laughs> but, like, a really shitty Blade Runner, and Koopa's going to be some maniacal dictator with shitty haircut. <laughs> they even have just the one street, like, in Blade Runner. <laughs> they built that. I mean, it's real, which is, so it's cool, so this whole movie is shot in this gigantic warehouse, so that's nice. I like the sets, and they're all kind of fucking stupid and cool looking but at no point does it feel like this city stretches beyond this one main thoroughfare no no not 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 at all but yeah so i I don't think these two were prepared for something like this i don't know enough about it so i don't even know why i derailed the whole podcast just for that but i needed to tell you that apparently this was a shit show nobody was happy dennis hopper was like what the fuck am i doing here i mean i guess (laughs) i'm i'm playing this thing and and then bob hoskins is like i'm a little plumber guy and i you know in the game i like jump jump up down (laughs) he's like oh oh, wait 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 had you not heard that Bob Hoskins claimed to have no idea it even was a video game when he signed up for it. Oh, I would not doubt that, but I think his kids were like, um, hey man, this is a thing. He claims that, but like, like apparently he claimed he had no idea that it was a video game, that it was based on anything. He just thought it was an original movie, and he still signed up for this based on the script. Apparently, um, uh, there was a there were there were several different scripts. This is not I I think I think that if I understand it correctly, this isn't the one that they signed on to make. Originally, it was going to be a lot more like child friendly, and the one of the directors was like, "I wanted to make a family movie, so that way the parents would have to explain some stuff to the kids after the movie was over." I'm like, like, that's a really dumb thing to think. How about you just, like, naturally write something, and then maybe, maybe, just maybe, the kid might not understand it, and that'll open up some kind of dialogue for the for the family to have. But, like, you don't just go into a movie going, like, yeah, I'm going to confuse some kids here. Well, whatever the case is, these directors were clearly not people of vision. Maybe. Uh, something, something important about them. Do you know what they created? 
what max headroom max headroom was pretty big yeah yeah so that's probably that's mostly why they got picked for the for the role i shouldn't have left that part out i should have told you that at the beginning that would have made more fucking sense well all right i guess i can see making the leap from max headroom to this but they just weren't prepared for like a big movie studio film based on the problem is this property honestly at that time it doesn't matter what you did with it it was gonna be wrong (laughs) probably how do you do it how do you how do you especially back then like now it makes sense they're making that big cgi movie and sure in my for me that's the only way you could do a big budget theatrical movie that cartoon shit from the super show super mario world and super mario brothers 3 that shit's not gonna work on the big screen like yeah this movie i will salute them for aiming high and swinging for the fences because it they did (laughs) they definitely tried something with this movie it's an utter failure but they tried something yeah. and i have to give them credit for that and it is the first movie of its kind really it's it's the first movie really really based on like a popular video game franchise yeah i guess that's true the the closest thing i guess we had before this would be something like but, cloak and dagger yeah. maybe yeah you and- know but even that was more of a high concept thing in the video game it didn't spring from a video game. It sprang from the concept of video games. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we had the wizard and stuff, but that had was... that come out already. Yeah. Yeah. That came out in like 89. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So again, yeah, we'd had movies that were about video games, but not a movie that had come from a video game specifically. <laughs> yeah. So, so that is an unenviable task right there, especially a game. Yeah. This is the biggest, biggest game franchise in the world. Why wouldn't they pick something like Castlevania instead? Like that's got like a built in story, <laughs> but it's not because it's not as popular. Castlevania was pretty fucking popular. I mean, it wasn't the, it wasn't Super Mario. Brothers, and also it's, it wouldn't have been for kids. You could have made that movie for you kids. Could've. You could have done it Monster Squad style, but they didn't plan very well did they clearly no i mean i get it mario is the bigger franchise but legend of zelda was sitting right there oh fuck uh yeah well there there is that they follow the iggy and spike taking daisy and you hear again luigi daisy oh god and then they they come into come into this fucking this this street and there's little dinosaurs eating this fungus and they fall down and get covered in the fungus (laughs) and they're like this must be brooklyn oh no this is what did they what did they say it was manhattan i haven't been here in a couple weeks it must have been a bad two weeks but it's probably just the bronx was it manhattan (laughs) yeah yeah they're like it's manhattan and then eventually they're like well it's it's probably just the bronx oh that was it the bronx (laughs) i do think i heard a rumble did you fart? Wow. Call yourself a Jackie Chan fan? Oh, a rumble in the rise. I'm fine. Moving on. I'm good. All right. All right. Shall we make fun of the Goombas? Oh, let's. What the fuck? Couldn't agree more. Like, who in the hell <laughs> came up with this plan? How would you describe this thing? It's like a giant, huge body with this tiny little bitty head. Yeah, they all look like Pinhead from the Puppet Master movie. Oh, shit. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, they got these like huge bodies, teensy, teensy little head the size of a baseball. It's fucking (laughs) ridiculous. And some of them have snake heads and some of them have like turtle heads, I guess. (laughs) I don't know. It doesn't make any sense because you look at that again in the game. They look like little mushroom guys. They're called Goombas. They could have called them Koopa Troopers. 
And then you would have been like, okay, so they're supposed to be the turtle guys, but they couldn't make actual turtles. But at least they gave them turtle heads, and you would have been like, okay, all right, there, there's some level of logic. Why the fuck did they call them Goombas? That is something I completely overlooked, and you were absolutely right. They should have just called them Koopa Troopers. Let's officially meet Koopa then, since we're cruising right through this. I got a question about these villains. Why do they always make them OCD clean freaks? I do not understand this trope one bit. Uh, because OCD was one of those, you know, very other things in the 80s and 90s. It wasn't very well understood, and so people who had it were viewed as freaks, and so giving that aspect to a villain made them more eccentric and more interesting, but also it was totally safe to give that aspect to a villain because it wasn't something that anybody felt any sympathy towards in the 80s and 90s. Okay, fair enough. Koopa's big grand plan is to get the princess, get the rock. It turns out that the rock is a piece of a meteor that landed and that the meteor, actually the meteor, he's sick of living in dinosaur land where the air is not clean or anything because he's been ruling for 20 years now, by the way. It, did they say that? Yeah, well, that that's why... Uh, Daisy's mom ran away. It's it's like mentioned really quickly in passing. But yeah, he, but like he looked exactly the same 20 years ago. You just kind of have to infer that he's been there for 20 years. Okay. Well, yeah, no, I guess that makes sense because yeah, like why else would Daisy's mom have fled just then? Yeah. That makes more sense. Yeah. All right. All right. I can see the logic. Because there. the king got turned into fungus and shit. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. we'll get to that in a minute too. Uh, So the goons show up, Iggy and Spike, and they say, hey, we got the princess. And Koopa's like, you got the fucking rock? And they're like, the rock damn it i knew we forgot the fucking rock and and then you're like who has it plumbers the plumbers took it and he's like because it's just so over the top i've never heard anybody say plumbers in such a like a sinister way before and um, then what does he say he's he's like plumber alert plumber or alert like plumber alert i wrote that down yeah like it's a thing like it's something he already had ready plumber alert there, there's a longer line in there but it's it's it essentially boils down to call you know make sure there's a plumber alert and then there's some guy on the radio going like oh koopa's looking for the plumbers and you know he must he must need a plumber real bad or some shit yeah there's this weird propaganda radio host who just <laughs> occasionally interjects some shit to inform me what the story is and clearly this place is rough because the marios are walking down the street they're looking for i don't even know they're there's just, a scene oh. i don't remember where it is but there's a scene in the movie that just encapsulates the absurdity of everything where two cars crash into each other right in front of a cop who's directing traffic and the cop doesn't even flinch he doesn't even look up he just keeps directing traffic is that the scene with the old lady that's going to happen here in a second or is that the one where? oh uh, yeah the, it could be it could be the scene with the old lady because they they do run into an old lady and this is how you know this place is bad she's like do you guys you know you guys don't oh. have any money or weapons or anything? No, no, she, no says, she says it's not a good any, idea yeah. to come to this part of town without a weapon. You don't have Do a weapon. Do you have a weapon? <laughs> yeah, that's right. And then they're like, no, of course not. And then she pulls out her weapon and she's like, give me all your Koopa coins and shit. <laughs> You know, we never actually see any of the Koopa mm, coins. That's true. They never bust those out. That's annoying. They would have looked ridiculous. You know they'd have looked like shit. Yeah. Whatever they were, they I like want shit. it. You know, yeah, the that's are. fair. That's kind of why we're here, isn't yeah. it? So yeah, she tries to like take the rock also, uh, but Big Bertha. So Big Bertha is played by... I Francesca P. Roberts. She's played by Francesca P. Roberts. All right. She is not a woman, a human woman in the no, game. she's a reptile woman. She is a giant fish in the game. Oh, that's right. Ha <laughs> ha! I forgot about that. So it makes even less fucking sense. 
but yeah, she shows up and she's all badass. She uh, grabs the lady, throws her into the car, and like, and then the lady starts like, and then there's like a random action sequence that doesn't fucking make any damn sense. It's so fucking over the top. It's glorious. And then she takes Big Bertha takes the rock from them because the lady was going to take it. She took it from the lady and now she has it and she uses, she clicks her heels together and she flies with her magic jumpy boots. Mario's like, give me the rock. And she's like, why don't you come take it? And then she (laughs) does her heel click. And it's not even, it's not like jumping. There's no sense of G force in what they're doing. It, it, it's literally like floaty boots. Yeah. They, they like, they like kind of like pop up (laughs) like open. I don't even know how to explain it. It's weird. They're pretty ridiculous. I want some, though. Those things are awesome. Then we meet Toad. Toad, as you may know from the game, he's the little mushroom guy who's always who's the one you always find. The princess is in another castle, that guy. Played by world-famous celebrity Mojo Nixon. Who is an actual musician, but a terrible fucking actor, and it's <laughs> delightful. As in, as in, if you don't got Mojo Nixon, then your store could use some fixing. Apparently he's like a, what, a rockabilly guy? Uh, yeah, I think like a punk and rockabilly, and uh, I think he's known for some novelty songs or something like that. I, I checked his Wikipedia page. I've never actually heard any of his music. Well, now I'm going to have to check it out. Uh, but he starts singing a song about Koopa. I'll insert the audio because I can't remember, but it's like basically Koopa's a fucking dick, and the cop comes up behind him and he's like, oh, you're, you're under arrest. And he's like, what? You're arresting a guy for singing songs? Anti-Koopa songs. No, that I think that's Mario who's like, you can't arrest a guy for singing songs. Oh. Or maybe Luigi. Oh, maybe. Uh, but... Either way, the, the, <laughs> he, the Toad gets arrested. He's not a mushroom guy, by the way. Doesn't look anything like a mushroom. It's real weird. Nope. He's just got a little swirl cut in his hair, and that is it. The cop sees that Mario and Luigi have belts of tools, so they must be plumbers. He's like, what, are you going to arrest a guy for being a plumber? Oh, I'm, and then Mario screams, I'm, be- I'm literally, I'm being arrested for being a plumber. <laughs> he said, I think he says it exactly like that, too. What, are you going to arrest a guy for being a plumber? I'm being arrested for being a plumber. <laughs> yeah yeah (laughs) it's so his dialogue is so over the top and then we uh we cut to daisy and she gets thrown in a cell or whatever it is with the rest of the girls that got kidnapped and it turns out that you know mario's girlfriend is in there and shit played by the babelicious dana kaminsky cool not the sexiest name in the world but no (laughs) so toad and the marios get taken to koopa jail and what the hell is happening is my note that chick the dude is like intaking them the cop guy and he's getting like a shoulder massage by this chick but with her feet like the heel of her shoe or something (laughs) it's a little weird this whole sequence is it's just like it it's not the uncanny valley effect because it's not a human face but it, it it's it's like the uncanny valley effect applied to a police <laughs> office or like a police station rather you just assume that this is what's happening all the time there yeah it's so fucking weird and then and then this might be the biggest moment in mario history we learn what mario's last name is oh yeah mario mario and i'm luigi mario how many marios are you the, between the two of you there's three mario mario and luigi mario and then they got to go get defungus and the mugshots the mugshots is a pretty funny scene we've seen it a thousand times in a bunch of different movies but they're all tied up getting their mugshots and these things look like guns and they have like laser sights but it's just the mugshots and they look all scared and stuff it's kind of funny it does kind of look like they're about to be executed but it's it is pretty funny <laughs> and then they're in they're in a, that sequence they're in like a cell right by toad who still has his harmonica i was asking myself this question earlier i'm like why the fuck does he still have his harmonica why would they let him do that and i know exactly why for from a production standpoint it's so that when he gets turned into a goomba we'll know who he is but in the universe why the hell did they let him keep his harmonica which is an instrument that he was using to sing songs about 
how shitty Koopa is. That's not half as ridiculous as the fact that they then strap the harmonica onto him (laughs) once he becomes a Goomba. What the fuck was the point of that? Yeah, we'll talk about that in just a second. It's it's pretty funny. Uh, but Toad confirms the parallel universe theory. And then- I love how everyone in this universe knows it like it's just accepted reality. But it's kind of funny because Mario's like, oh shit, well maybe maybe it is right because somebody else besides my brother said it. And then he's, I, I feel like he's got a sense of like, oh yeah, maybe. And then, then Toad is like, and also I think the king got turned into the fungus. And Mario's like, the fuck? And he's out immediately. <laughs> I don't know if I'm like yeah, reading Mario too much into that scene. Having any of this, he was like on board for a split second, and then he had to do that. Now they get their lawyer. The Mario's get their lawyer. Spoiler it, alert! And it's fucking it's Koopa. Not really and their lawyer. He, he's like, I'm Larry Lazard from what did he say? Lazard, Lazard, Dactyl. No, Condodactyl and Cohen. <laughs> I love that. There's a Cohen in it. There's there's some really funny shit in this movie. Even if it's like unintentional, it is so some of it's so good. It has its moments. And Koopa's like, you don't want to mess with Koopa because he's one evil egg sucking son of a snake. Where's the rock? Where's the rock? They don't have the rock. Koopa reveals nope. himself to be the Koopa guy. He's bad. He's a bad bad guy. He's Koopa. I told you I was an evil egg sucking son of a snake. Did I lie? I love it. I love I love that. This is the kind of role that Hopper's perfect for. The role that no reasonable person should take seriously. But he's not and reasonable. he's just here for like drug money or something. <laughs> Especially back then. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that easy rider money dried up so he's like, you know, got to got to do the Mario Brothers movie. <laughs> Make my grandkids happy or whatever. The funny thing is, I think he had just done Speed before this. Uh, Speed didn't come out until Speed didn't come out until ninety five. Really? Yeah. That late? Yeah. (laughs) Wow. So what he actually did was, you know, that movie I made in nineteen ninety three. I'm gonna do that same thing again in a better movie this time. Okay, I stand corrected. Because it's literally, it's the it's a very similar character, just the way he talks. I think it's just the way he talks. Like, the character's not at all similar, but he has that Dennis Hopper voice. Yeah, he just does that thing. Like, you, like you, you can tell Dennis Hopper from a mile away. He's always playing a variant on Dennis Hopper. He's, don't get me wrong. I love it. He's great at it, and he can make it fit the piece. But he's always kind of playing a variant on Dennis Hopper. Yeah. It's, it's good. I'm here for it, especially here. Yes. Because so. Jesus Christ, again, so this movie's so fucking wrong in so many ways. <laughs> okay, what's happening next here? The Devo Chamber. So the Devo Chamber, the, it's it's exactly, de-evolution chamber, it's exactly what you think it is, and Toad's there with the Mario Brothers, and he's sitting in there, and right, he's he's in the Goomba outfit, and he has the fucking harmonica strapped to his face. Does he still have the harmonica strapped to his face right now? No, he's just being put into the chamber, and then when he gets out, one of the other Goombas comes up and puts the harmonica <laughs> over his head. Okay, that makes it even like on, better. on the little harmonica holder thing. That makes it way funnier, actually. <laughs> <laughs> they're like what did you evolve from and he's like well the t-rex dennis hopper walks around actually a few of the actors do this walks around like with the t-rex arms and stuff and they, like, he hisses, that. like <laughs> good keep it up and apparently they told him a bunch of times that it was too much and i'm like no no not enough no not enough yeah if anything if anything crank the dial up on that one they eventually get koopa though into the evolu- into the de-evolution chamber like they they sit him down lock him in there push him back which does this actually have an effect i'm not entirely sure i think the idea is that it makes koopa even more 
dangerous. Because it I feels like it feels like there was a part in the original script where oh, and I, I wrote down actually this part should have been saved maybe for the end ish, and they could have thrown him into the de-evolution chamber and thought they were defeating him right, but then it turns out oh shit, they de-evolved him just enough, so now he's a big scary ass T-Rex, and there's a fun like chase sequence or something and they have to defeat him as a t-rex yeah the budget definitely didn't allow for no. that they because they tried to do that yeah they have a little bit of it at the end like a token like rawr and then i'm slime now <laughs> yeah it it's over like blink and you miss it oh yeah so they they do that and it, it essentially serves the funk the 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 purpose of distracting him long enough for them to get away for a minute it's a fucking chase sequence now they run they're they're running away the fucking fungus is there and there's a bomb in the fungus and, and luigi's like i think it wants us to have this and mario's like get the fuck out of here let's go <laughs> so they just and the goombas <laughs> there's no fire flowers or anything in this but the goombas have flamethrowers so it's close enough i guess it'll do i mean it's fine it's funny to i kind of wish mario had out. the fucking flamethrower at some point yeah wouldn't that make sense he gets to oh, use whoa. a he gets to use an snes super scope later so that's something at least they're like throwing some random nintendo crap in there i guess i gotta say they did a good job like upgrading the super scope for the movie so that it looks like an actual weapon but it's still <laughs> yeah. a fucking super scope and it's very obviously a super scope luigi's instincts suck ass i don't know exactly what that was what that note was for but oh no it's because as they're on their way out mario's like through this door and luigi's like no this way he opens the door <laughs> yeah. immediately leaps out of the way behind the door and here comes a cop crossing right into the door that's immediately across from that one and Thank not you. seeing them so then then they get out and they steal a cop car and that's where mario's like i'm to drive and then luigi's like fine uh but luigi can do all the computer stuff because video games or some shit this is what comes from sitting on my butt all day playing video games and they do the same thing in like in double dragon with with <laughs> with the two with the two mohawks they do that it's the exact oh, same oh my scene. god that's right that one ripped off this one right it's not oh yeah first. oh yeah yeah very much okay i think i just want to make sure but this I would be a great triple feature <laughs> this double dragon and street fighter yeah because mortal kombat's like the good one out of the bunch no you wouldn't want more yeah mortal kombat's too good to be in that in that triple feature because it's the only one that took the concept and went here you go here's an actual <laughs> story well they they added just enough it's not like the best movie ever but they added just enough to make it make sense we just need to find a reason to get these people to fight each other it's, you know it's not a great movie or anything but it's a good movie i think we wouldn't get another halfway decent video game movie until resident evil yeah and then that spun off into its own shitty franchise it is it is so funny that we're kind of in an era right now where i saw a uh i, I saw a meme today just today actually you've seen the mickey mouse meme where there's like Mickey Mouse who has had something horrible dropped on his head and his whole head is caved in. And then there's a Mickey Mouse who's like a bodybuilder, you know? Next to the caved in head Mickey Mouse, it says video games based on movies. And they're not wrong. But then next to bodybuilder Mickey Mouse, it said movies based on video games. And at this point in history, they're also not wrong. Video game based movies are actually pretty good now. They're getting they're they're getting a little better. Like Sonic the Hedgehog, both of those movies are actually pretty solid which is fucking weird. Who knew that was going to happen? Yeah, it's 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 strange. I uh it's an unusual era to be a, it, it's unusual to have lived through video game based movies being so bad <laughs> and to see where they're going now. And then to see them keep trying and just fucking tanking every time. Like those Resident Evil movies made money, doesn't mean they were good. I stopped watching after the third one cuz I hated them so much. I think the I think the Resident Evil movie. Well, okay, I've only seen the first three. I haven't seen the subsequent ones, but I thought the first three were pretty good. I thought the first one was actually a pretty decent take on Resident Evil. It wasn't perfect, but it it was pretty good. The second one 
was amazing because it was basically a bad 80s action movie. Okay, uh, fair enough. So it was good for the wrong reasons. And the third one, you know, was like a little more serious. It 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 was a little more serious of an action movie. Still good. It's one it of those, was like Rambo 3. It's one of those franchises that I'm like, should I watch them? And then I just don't because I don't care enough. <laughs> it's like Fast and the Furious. I'm like, ah, no. I care way less about Fast and the Furious, by the way. My kid brought it up the other day, and I'm like, no. <laughs> well, if... <laughs> If one of your kids wants to watch it, don't don't shit on their. No, I didn't. There. I didn't tell them no. Like they, one of them brought it up, and, and it, it was basically in my head. I'm like, oh fuck, oh fuck, oh fuck, no, 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 don't do this to me, don't do this to me. And then they're like, oh, it's, I just heard a song from one of the movies. I'm like, oh, thank fucking god. <laughs> Scared you there for a second. Yes, huh? it did. I'm like, you don't know, you know how many fucking movies there are in that fucking franchise now. There's like twelve. <laughs> no, thank you. You're gonna make me watch all those fuckers. <laughs> Like three yeah, of them are I, good. I don't want to fucking. <laughs> I would not be into a Fast and Furious marathon. Ooh, I'll tell you that much. No, thank you. So after this, after after they steal the car, a uh, chase ensues. Right? It's a As shitty it early '90s comic book movie, fucking video game movie chase. It's fun. It's ridiculous. It's so fucking ridiculous. Yeah, the cops are like firing fireballs. <laughs> like at one, at one point. They end up on top of somebody's fucking car for no, 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 no reason. No, no, no. The way they arrive there needs to be described. Okay. Go for it, man. Go for it. Luigi is trying to get the... He's like, let me drive. Let me drive. And Mario goes, fine, you drive. And covers his eyes while driving. And they crash into a car and they go right up on top of it land and suddenly they're being driven in the opposite direction by this fucking car i hope this guy knows where we're going <laughs> it's so fucking absurd like who the fuck would actually do that who would who would just go all right you drive and then close his <laughs> eye cover his eyes with both hands i think mario's ready to give up at this point i think mario wants to die <laughs> I think that's what was happening. Mario literally wanted to kill himself and Luigi and just blind luck saved them. Uh, yeah, that's pretty good. But yeah, it, it ends with the fucking two cop cars firing fireballs at the Mario brothers that they blow themselves up. And it's a pretty epic yeah, explosion. Mario, it's Mario ridiculous. Mario slams on the brakes and the cop cars keep going and blow each other up. And they, they get off of that other person's car, obviously. And Luigi yes. Luigi goes, take, take the fucking this play this way this way mario goes the exact opposite direction and then luigi goes perfect perfect and mario says you told me to go that way he's like i know i know i thought you, i wanted to make you think that i wanted you to go that way so you'd go this way but guess what and of course <laughs> luigi has the worst instincts because they would have gotten killed if it weren't for the fact that the fungus is sentient and saves their life yeah yeah so they'd go through this tunnel that leads out to the koopahari desert <laughs> they they fly out of the tunnel and they get caught john leguizamo's like the fucking fungus saved us man it like sneezed us out and we got caught up in this little booger or whatever he calls <laughs> no it. this giant booger. giant booger yeah sadly the desert does not lead to a scene where the sun tries to kill them no no they're in the desert for a few minutes later but we'll we'll get to that because and given this movie i'm saying missed opportunity a plenty of missed opportunities here they spent their money in the wrong places a lot of this time <laughs> in a lot of this movie okay so what happens next so now we cut to koopa in his mud bath iggy and spike are being idiots oh, again that's right. i don't really remember bath. exactly oh right they're like oh they're they made it out to the desert and then koopa's like well why the fuck aren't you out in the desert looking for them fucking duh but they like walk into the mud bath and shit and they're just being idiots and petunia's in there i'm calling her petunia her name is lena but she plays aunt petunia in the fucking harry potter movies i knew i recognized her from something else i've only watched the first harry potter movie 
But um, I knew I recognized her from something else. I just couldn't put my finger on what it was. And I'm very distressed at how hot she is in this movie. It's fucking driving me nuts. Yeah, she's kind of rocking it, isn't she? <laughs> a little bit. So the, the two idiots leave, and Koopa says the dumbest fucking line, I think, in the entire movie. <laughs> Which is saying something. Do you know what I love about mud? It's clean and it's dirty at the same time. Get the fuck out of here. Aunt Petunia, Lena, has to go get, you know, Koopa tells tells her you know go go get me the princess and she's jealous as fuck yes uh she very clearly i don't know what her designs on koopa are but she is not happy about his obsession with daisy no she'll get it later not really get it she does tell him i want you like in a scene later and it's a little confusing um sexually spike and iggy get put in the devo chamber Except this time. It's an Evo chamber. It's the Evo chamber. I wrote that down. That's exactly. (laughs) So, yeah, basically, (laughs) Koopa just makes him smarter. They call him a most benevolent dictator, and they come out just talking, using big words and shit. They're still idiots, so I don't really understand what this even did. (laughs) I know. It's so stupid. They just start throwing out three and four syllable words every other word, and it's like, okay, that means they're smart. They're they're book smarter, but they're not any more clever than they were. Then we cut to Daisy. She's getting all cleaned up for for Koopa and whatever he has in store for her, and, you know, uh, Lena is telling her what happened to her 20 years ago. Okay, yeah, I can only pay so much attention to the dialogue during this movie. <laughs> uh, well, with Lena's boobs fucking popping out in your face the whole movie, that's it's a little difficult. And we meet Yoshi. Oh my god, Yoshi is my favorite. He is so fucking cute, and he is actually a really well put together and really good animatronic. Yeah, which, 20% of the budget probably went to Yoshi. Yeah, and it, but it looks really good, and this was before Jurassic Park and shit, so it's it's impressive actually it's definitely a puppet but yeah it's a good one and he's my favorite part of the movie i love this little guy i want him nobody rides him which is fucking disappointing he doesn't get to do a whole lot which is also disappointing and there's like that's definitely a bummer there's like two different shots where he just isn't there and then all of a sudden he's fucking there and it's really weird (laughs) he was a nice feature he does use his tongue one time but i really wanted to see him actually you know solve a problem at some point yeah in that scene it looks like he's going to eat her like they shot it like like a horror scene like he was going to pull her in but then she doesn't get eaten nope she just next thing you know she's chasing after daisy that's the question that the kids are gonna ask the parents why didn't yoshi eat that bitch (laughs) probably (laughs) so so koopa then talks to daisy and it gets weird like immediately it didn't look like he was gonna try to fuck her but he totally was he totally ends up trying to fuck her oh yeah he gets he gets lechy real quick she's hanging out with yoshi and she's like oh you're like a you're like a and then koopa shows up and he's like say it she's like dinosaur oh and you know he drops the bomb on her that she is also descended from dinosaurs and shit and she's like oh gasp this scene is so ridiculous yeah um after the scene is like the the, the scene ends with goomba toad taking daisy away and then koopa kicks yoshi fuck this guy i'm done with koopa Koopa can suck a dick because <laughs> yoshi's the dog in your mind fuck koopa i'm i'm done with him i'm I'm no longer willing to be on his side, no matter how many Koopa coins he gives me. He's not a fucking hard-ass dinosaur with skin that could stop bullets. I have a super scope, so fuck him. Actually, don't have a super. I'm not scope. talking about. I'm not talking about Koopa. I'm talking about Yoshi. Oh, Yoshi, yeah. Uh, Yoshi's but, got like crocodile skin. He could. <laughs> but he gets stabbed later, though. He doesn't bleed. But he he yelped. He made a noise when Koopa kicked him. Well, okay, yeah, that's to make him sympathetic, but in reality, you know, if you think about it, like No, 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 it movie, in movie. Okay? You wouldn't feel shit. <laughs> Fuck your reality. 
if Koopa's got human level strength, I mean, he'd, it'd piss him off, but like it wouldn't. It wouldn't actually hurt him. Oh, poor Yoshi. So you're saying it's okay to kick dogs if they won't feel it? No, I'm. Well, I mean, yeah, if they didn't, if they wouldn't feel it, hey, yeah. No, you can't kick a dog. If you kick a dog, if they I'll wouldn't kick you. feel nope. it. I'm not saying you can't. Ki- you can <laughs> kick a dog. Obviously, you can't kick a dog. But if you're in a hypothetical universe where dogs are like stronger than bears, you know, and and have tougher skin and everything, then sure you could. It wouldn't do anything to them. It's like it's like slapping a horse's ass. Like they don't even feel it. I don't slap horses' asses. I pet them like like a nice boy. Like it, it's like you ha- you would have to actually kick them in order for them to even really notice you're doing anything. Let's leave the dogs alone, okay? Let's. Just- I'm not saying <laughs> kick a dog, okay? I'm not saying that. Kids, we live in this universe. You don't fucking kick dogs. Kids, don't kick a dog. Don't kick a dog. No matter what the rev says, don't kick dogs. That's not cool. I'm not saying kick a dog. He's advocating not that, that you can kick dogs. <laughs> I'm not advocating for kicking dogs. I'm saying if if you're in a universe with like super dogs, then it's not going to really hurt him, so it doesn't really matter. He yelped. But man. we're not in that universe. <laughs> but we're not in that universe, so don't ever kick a dog. Iggy and Spike are in the desert now trying to find the Mario's and they, you know, they have this little cart. There's almost like homages to like Mario Kart and shit, but they're not really. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess maybe. I mean, Mario Kart was a a big thing at this point yeah yeah there was fuck, but fuck they hadn't done a sequel yet no they have not they had they had not yeah nintendo 64 was a few years away super nintendo was out and, and i gotta really say well. I, I feel like it was the sequel when mario kart really became a mega franchise oh mario kart yeah. 64 i think it yeah yeah mario kart 64 was like that was the moment when people were like holy shit everybody loved mario kart but mario kart 64 was the one that blew people's minds because it took it into 3D. Yeah. Like so, real 3D. That was a weird time, dude. Super Mario 64 was the first 3D game I ever played. Wow. Yeah, that's kind of wild, yeah. isn't it? To think about. It was a milestone. Like, we were there. Fuck. So they crashed their stupid cart because they're fucking idiots still. They crash it right by where Mario and Luigi are like fucking walking. So of course Mario and Luigi hear it. They go down there and then it cuts to the Iggy and Spike being tied up and the, the Mario's fucking in- interrogating them. It actually ends up saving their ass because they're stuck in like a, a a mud pit or something like that and could potentially have died there. What is it that makes them do the switch? Because there comes a point just a few scenes from now where they go from being all about getting this rock to help <laughs> Koopa to being like down with Koopa. I don't know. It happens in this scene, I think, but it might be a little, might be a little bit of dialogue. Don't think about it too hard. Just let it happen. Yeah. I don't know. It, it's just <laughs> weird because in this scene, they talk about getting the rock and Mario says, look, we'll give you the rock if you get us to Daisy. And they're like, that'll work. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's weird. Maybe I don't fucking know, dude. And then you know, like three scenes down the road, they go into the bar and they're like, down with Koopa. When did that happen? I don't know. I was anyway. Mario has to tell tell them about Big Bertha taking the rock. And they're like, oh, we know who we know exactly who that is and where she <laughs> no, hangs no, out. No, 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 no. That's where that's where the line that I said that you apparently did not recognize comes from is Luigi says, yeah, I was taken by that one gal. She was real. Or that gal with the spikes on her outfit right outside the bar. And Iggy goes, was she corpulent? Very corpulent? <laughs> oh, okay. Yep. And he goes, uh, no, I don't think so. She was just real round. <laughs> Of course, Luigi's also an idiot, but apparently so am I. <laughs> Daisy and Yoshi are hanging out together as prisoners, of course, but that's just a that's just a sidetrack. They're just kind of kind of chilling. 
at this moment yoshi is on like a three-foot chain yeah but a, a couple scenes down the road he's gonna suddenly walk into another room yep. still on this chain what the fuck happened there stop just don't just don't think about it <laughs> you're right i know i know i because need to stop that's one of those scenes where he just fucking shows up for no reason so the marios and the and the koopa idiots uh they devise a plan to steal a garbage truck and sneak into the city uh they use plungers and wrenches as their weapons because they're plumbers fucking duh that seems to work out for them they they knock these guys out take their masks and then they drive right into koopa town koopa city whatever i will say is it koopopolis maybe I don't know. <laughs> I fucking have no but idea. But I will say this. This plan makes way more sense than their later plan that involves a garbage truck. I'll tell you that much. The one that just kind of accidentally fucking gets them where they want to go. Yeah, they hit. They hop into the garbage truck and it dumps them right in front of Koopa's private tower as if that's where dump trucks are just yeah. dumping well, their they're, shit. They're trying to escape and they just end up in the fucking garbage can at that point. And then they're just like, oh, here we are. Cool. I'm like, all right, sure, why it's not? It's fucking ridiculous, but we're not there yet. No, but we are at the club, and Mario and Luigi are dressed like a bunch of fucking douchebags, and Iggy... Oh, I yeah, think, they're they're dressed like they went to uh, Steve Harvey outlet. Oh, yeah, that's that that's a... <laughs> and then Iggy's like, it was my ex-wife's. Sure, sure, Iggy. And you guys wear these? It's like, yeah, sometimes. They see Big Bertha, and she's having a good old time just dancing away, and then Mario says the line, no woman can resist the charm of a Mario. Then he walks up to her and goes, I'm your man, Ramadan, can of spam? And then she punches him in the face. And <laughs> and, and he deserves it, because what the fuck? <laughs> but whatever because he gets up and goes could you punch me again and apparently this works on her she's into it she's like dance with me what if she she says something like dance with me and i'll punch you all you want or something, <laughs> something like that like that yeah so they start dancing he ends up like shoving her shoving his face in her tits to try and get the rock and shit <laughs> it's just I'm like there's is, is that the pg-13 rating you guys were looking for because Oh, which she's wearing is a necklace. Oh, yeah, the rock is the uh, is on a necklace. We should probably specify that. It's Daisy's not like, necklace. It's not like she's just got the rock shoved down in her tits. <laughs> Eventually, he does get it off. Like, he spins her around and manages to, like, work it off of her neck. And then he leaves her all alone on the dance floor. And while Walk Like a Dinosaur plays... Or walk the dinosaur, sorry. Not walk, walk like oh, an Egyptian. and the look of betrayal on her face. Oh, she is unhappy. But it's okay. She She... You know, we'll, we'll get back to her in a second here. They go to the coat check lady. Oh, no, the, the coat check lady, by the way, they check their they check their like tools at the at the front door. And there's the wanted posters of them. And she immediately calls the Koopa cops. She betrays them. Lena and some Goombas show up. And that's when Bertha comes and saves the fucking day. She's apparently not too butthurt about Mario leaving and stealing the jewelry that she stole. Well, she got a piece of that plumber. <laughs> She, she wants more. She punches the coat check lady in the face. They go into her little office area and she tells them, put on the put on the bouncy boots. Can't remember what the fuck she called them. You know those bullets that are always flying across the screen in all the Mario games? Bullet bills. Bullet bills. That's what they use to power these fucking things. Yep. She says, put a cartridge in and click your heels together twice. Isn't that weird? Why aren't why aren't people like shooting bullet bills at them? <laughs> well, Mario kind of does later well yeah kind of the fucking he uses a bullet bill to shoot a boot the amount of cocaine that people were on to come up with this shit oh one of their explanations was was that this would be like the real account of what happened in this universe and the video game is like a fictionalized account i'm like oh boy i know sure right i'm just just accept it and move on that is some heavy (laughs) rationalization 
Yeah. So, in other words, we fucked up. I'm pretending this is why. When really we were just on a lot of drugs and we came up with this wild idea for this shit. So... The Mario Brothers, they escape. They find another bob in the fungus, by the way. Uh, and this time, Luigi's like, I'm going to take it. And he takes it. So, Indeed he does. There you go. And they narrowly escape getting fireballed by some Goombas as they're like flying around or swinging around or whatever the fuck they're doing at this point. And then, oh, this is where we get to see this, this kind of fungus prosthetic this practical effect thing and it looks kind of cool and gross because Koopa goes into the throne room and it so it turns out yeah the king is actually the fucking fungus of course he is yep and that's why the fungus is trying to help him yeah and it, it does look cool it's a cool little effect like it retracts itself when it doesn't feel like being social or something into a pipe uh yeah is that what it is into oh yeah that makes sense yeah which is probably how it's spread all over the place huh could be and it's all slimy and gross yeah it's pretty nasty it's it's awesome so the marios they escape by jumping into the garbage truck one that takes them directly to koopa tower because that's how fucking luck works i guess because apparently koopa's got a dump on the street (laughs) right in front of his house yeah and then this is where mario says this is impossible luigi the ever fucking optimistic little child he's like uh nothing's impossible improbable unlikely but never impossible sure and then uh, in this movie, yes, you're absolutely right. <laughs> Koopa orders a uh, wild pizza. Right on pizza here, may I help you? King Koopa here. Oh, yes, sir. I'd like the Koopa special. Pterodactyl tail on that? Yes. Dino, lizard, hold the mammal, no worms, and uh, spicy. Which is like so out of nowhere. Has no bearing on the story whatsoever. No. But it's a whole scene. And then it comes back later and he's like, never mind, I'm busy. It doesn't affect anything. <laughs> It's literally just a throwaway gag. Oh, yeah. It's, it's not right. a bad one. The Marios then, they're able to sneak into the tower, into the Koopa Tower. There's pipes and shit everywhere, of course, and they're plumbers, so they could do stuff with those. <laughs> like, turn them on, turn them off, or on, or something that has something to do with making the heat go away and making them cold. I don't know. Yeah, um, Mario yeah. figures out that they're heating pipes, and so if they shut the whole thing down, it'll freeze the place. And yep. then, what do we finally Pretty get? Gross. They, they're they in, like, some storage room or something, and we finally get them in their green, and they're red, and they fucking do their weird high-five in the elevator, and they go glug, 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 glug. It's about goddamn time, too, because... <laughs> This movie literally started out with Luigi wearing red. Uh, yeah, and he wears red in the, in the club scene, too. Oh, fuck, that's right. <laughs> uh, yeah. Mario's in yellow, right? Yeah, yeah, they finally get into their colors. They get into this elevator that eventually fills with these Goombas. Now, in order to escape the Goomba-filled elevator, we hear, we hear this song that'll come back later. I don't know what the fuck song it is. It's just some fucking generic fucking elevator music song. <laughs> And Luigi, like, Luigi, oh man, grabs onto one of these fucking things, like I, not like gently, I imagine, and then just starts rocking it back and forth, and then it starts dancing, and then they kind of sneak yeah, past that one. And then he starts one. doing this to all of them, yeah, one so at a can, time, so they can all get out, I guess. And yeah. and the dancing doesn't really do anything because they then climb out the ceiling hatch, <laughs> so it doesn't really accomplish anything. They just get all of the Goombas in the elevator dancing. I mean, I guess the Goombas are, like, really, really stupid, so it makes sense that they would be susceptible to something like that, but what fucking purpose does that serve? Now, now don't get me wrong. I'm not saying what purpose does this serve to the movie, because later on down the line, it does serve a purpose to the movie. What I'm saying is, in Luigi's mind at this moment... What purpose does this serve? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but it works, so we can... It's fine. Okay, it yeah. works. They got them dancing. Uh, yeah, then we cut to 
Toad. Toad, you can tell Toad's still a nice guy because he brings Daisy and Yoshi some meat. But of course she's a vegetarian. She's a fucking dinosaur and she's a vegetarian. Yep. Any chance Apparently of a, that's a thing. Any chance of a plate of steamed vegetables? He's like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And then he disappears, and then Lena f- here comes fucks Lena. Up, fucks up our good mo, our good fucking mood after hanging out with Toad for a minute. She's all intimidating and shit. And Daisy asks, "Will you help me get out of here?" And she says, "Yes," which means she's totally gonna stab her. Uh, Lena's trying to murder Daisy because she's annoyed and a little bit jealous. Just, just maybe. Uh, but Yoshi isn't having any of that shit because he likes Daisy, so he he does the tongue thing and he wraps it around the lady leg and it looks like he's gonna eat her but he doesn't so daisy ends up escaping and lena stabs yoshi god damn it fuck her too great boobs concealing an evil heart <laughs> after the marios escape the elevator the the goombas then get yelled at by a goomba when the elevator reaches the floor <laughs> doors open they're like Arr! <laughs> it's, it's they're all dancing and then yeah the goom the other goombas like what the fuck guys <laughs> They all just fall into order. <laughs> that's that's about it, yeah. Then uh, Daisy is trying to escape with Toad, but he gets lit on fire. Toad just gets lit on fire, and she's like, I need to save his ass because Iggy and fucking Spike show up to try and like help her out for some reason. No, they don't show up to help her out. They're being escorted in the opposite direction oh, yeah. by two of two more Goombas. That's right, because they got caught at the, at the thing talking shit about Koopa. That's right. But Daisy needs to save fucking toad she takes a fire extinguisher sprays him off it's real fire and it's they're really setting this poor dude on fire so that's a thing <laughs> this poor stunt man in this ridiculous fucking suit but then iggy and spike take daisy to her father to the giant fucking mound of fungus she's just like oh god and then she fucking sets him on fire with a blowtorch <laughs> no she fucking doesn't <laughs> and she's already met her father at this point koopa introduced her to him no, he just, he just suggested he he hasn't though he yeah yeah Koopa does doesn't Koopa's just in there he doesn't actually introduce her the, the Iggy and Spike do yeah they're, really I, yeah why did I think Koopa did it then I don't know uh, well I don't know because you just want him to I guess <laughs> I, I I guess I just want to see Dennis Hopper vamping it up across this screen <laughs> um, then the Mario's they have to take this leap of faith in video games it's well documented that there's occasionally a time where you're just gonna have to jump and hope for the fucking best that's true it happened a lot in the early 90s and those fucking platforming games and so Luigi jumps and he's suddenly floating and then he's like just just have faith just believe and then Mario taking the advice of his brother like a fucking idiot who's you know the brother who's always wrong about everything, well, everything he decides guess, to but, jump yeah and just as he does Luigi realizes there's a construction hook holding it holding him up by the belt. Like he wouldn't feel that wedgie going up his ass because of that? Like Yeah, seriously. He's in a onesie. It's it, it would make sense. <laughs> uh yeah. So Mario jumps and then he falls and then he bounces around on the fungus that saves his ass until Luigi's able to grab him, and then they swing over. Well, the fungus stretches across yeah. the chasm and creates a fucking trampoline that bounces him right back up to Luigi. Mario thought he was going to die. He's not going to die. It's all right. Had me going there for a minute there. thought Mario was going to die. I thought this was going to be, become the Super Luigi <laughs> it's, brother. It's going to become Singular. Luigi's uh, fucking Haunted Mansion show. <laughs> With game. Mario's yeah. ghost. Yeah. So this is where Yoshi first just randomly appears. Again, you're right. He's on a chain. So how the fuck did he get there in the first place? But why is he there? Because he just kind of pops up when it cuts back there and he's just there. Yeah, he like I mean he sneaks through the door. They show that, but yeah, like it it's not like these two rooms are adjoining or something. Like we get the impression that that it's a bit of a journey to get here. 
Yeah, yeah. Just like a they little. had to lead her here. And, and then here comes fucking Yoshi just chilling on his 400-foot chain. I'm wondering if in the original like script or something, if Yoshi died and somebody's like, whoa, you cannot kill this fucking thing. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Have you seen that um, the Umbrella Disc includes... A work print? The extended work yes. print version? Yeah. I'm, I'm very curious to watch that. I want to check it out. I'm a little nervous that Yoshi might not make it, though. Maybe that's why he just keeps on popping up in places, so people will know Maybe. he's not dead. But Probably then, also because, you know, branding. Daisy then finds, like, a mic and a camera, and she... Basically, this th- that, that whole thing, she's like, hey, guys, I can see you, and can you hear me? I'm at this place. And then they run there, and it's not a trick. I legitimately <laughs> thought it was going to be a trick by Koopa, because he's viewing the whole thing as it goes down. That is true. He is. Luigi does think that the mushrooms are trying to communicate, though, and Mario isn't sure about that. Still, even though the fungus has saved his ass like four times already. Yeah, Mario's a very skeptical fellow. (laughs) Although, I gotta say, having a brother like Luigi, I get it. Yeah, and then, you know, Lena's ready to double-cross Koopa. We'll get back to that in a minute. The boys find Daisy, and they meet her dad, and Luigi's like, oh, it's a pleasure, sir, even though he's just a mound of fungus. (laughs) And he fucking shakes his appendage i don't know just like it's a it's like a a hanging glob of gook (laughs) and he like shakes it like it's his hand and then daisy asks hey what about daniela or whatever and mario's like oh i was supposed i promised to take her to wrestlemania he doesn't (laughs) know she's here (laughs) and then daisy goes oh wait a minute uh were you not aware that she's being held prisoner yeah so they split up because that's what happens you got to split up. Mario goes to rescue rescue all the ladies. I feel like this was this was a mistake where like at some point in the script they forgot they to write forgot. out the scene where he says he's going to go rescue her and so he charges down this hallway and we have off-screen Daisy and Luigi shouting after him, "Go get her." Yeah, probably. They probably forgot about the girls in general up until that point in the script. And they're like, "Oh fuck. <laughs> I don't want to go back and rewrite this garbage." Mario goes to save the ladies. It was supposed to be stealthy, but one of the chicks is super loud cuz Mario kind of sneaks in there and he sees Daniela and he's like hey you know he's mouthing the words like hey I'm gonna you know I'm gonna I'm gonna come get you just keep your fucking mouth shut and then Daniela goes and she's like hey guys Mario's here and then the chick's like hey Mario <laughs> like a fucking idiot the, they use the frozen pipes to their advantage by sliding down on a mattress down a giant pipe yes, that is like at least pipe. six feet wide I'm what? gonna say I'm gonna say it's a solid six feet wide while being chased by the Goombas doing the same thing yep. uh, the Goombas also grabbed a mattress yes. and just decided to sled after them we cut to Koopa asking where's my pizza put a pin in all of that shit so the Goombas get stopped by the wrench that Mario had stuck into like a vent or something that and then they slide on each other for like a second and then it's oh Oh, yeah, well, yeah, as they're sliding, there's this hole that's kind of like right in the middle of the thing. And so Mario jams the end of a wrench into it, thus creating a stopper to impede the Koopa's progress who are following him. I just want to paint the picture for the audience in (laughs) case, again, they hadn't seen the movie. And then, you know, Mario and the girls all slide out of the frozen pipes. They crash, but everyone's okay, and that's fine. But Koopa shows up, and he gives his villain speech just as everybody's, like, standing up. And then then this is where Mario uses the bullet bills and the fucking jumpy boots to knock Koopa out a little bit. Is this where they knock him into the... uh, They uh, knock him into that platform. fucking lift thing? I don't know what the fuck it even is. Yes, Uh, yeah, that's where it happens. It sort of looks like bison's platform from that is exactly what i was fucking thinking except it's like some kind of a construction bucket that's full of gravel or something 
Uh, so it appears to serve some sort of construction function. We get the trust the fungus line, which is always really fun and funny. I say that uh, when when everybody when nobody wants to eat mushrooms, I tell everybody to trust the fungus. Luigi had lost all of his tools at some point, but apparently the bob that he grabbed stayed in the belt. We'll get to that later because Mario's like, here, take my belt. Here, you know, take my tools and shit. And then Luigi's like, here, take my empty ass belt. I don't know if he knew the fucking bob was in there or if he forgot or what. But the bob is there. Suffice to say, Mario whips that baby out and yes. everybody around them loses their fucking mind. So Mario swings to this so on the fungus, by the way. He uses the fungus as like a swingy rope vine thing to the platform thing that Koopa's on. And they're fighting over the rock that Koopa had for like a second, but he dropped it into Lena's hands, who then falls over this railing as she's trying to catch the rock. And she falls onto <laughs> this electric grid thing. Oh, I guess it should be noted that all the vehicles in the Koopaverse are electric and run like old school trolley cars on these wires that are suspended above the road by rubbing their electric conductor things against these these wires and she falls on like a mesh of these wires uh yeah and just gets the shit shocked out of her then there's a chase sequence and mario and with mario and koopa of course because you know they're just they just spend their entire lives they're like batman and the joker then lena tries to put the meteor piece back into the big meteor because she she makes her way to this fucking meteor and you know we'll we'll get there luigi and is, daisy and uh, luigi are following her. yeah they're they they end up down there too because they have to send the girls home through the through the magic wall that's right they weren't following her they just yeah, they, they just were, had I, an intersection yeah, of uh i think they were there uh, already motives yes. as it were and then you know mario ends up pulling the bomb out of out of luigi's belt and everyone freaks out like like you said, even Koopa <laughs> looks a little scared. He like winds it up though. He sets it down and then it kind of walks a little bit and then it falls down through a hole in this bridge. And then Koopa's like, ha ha, bitch. Yeah, Koopa is uh, unimpressed. And then at some point Mario had, while he was up on the platform, he had uh, like untied his shoe and pulled his lace out to make it look like he was still holding the rock necklace thing. Luigi then sees when he's sending the girls home, he tells them, go tell everybody about the invasion. Like they're like, everybody's definitely going to believe it. And I'm not sure if they do or not, because it's not really clear about whether, why those people are there when they end up going back to earth real quick. You know, like, like they're, they're kind of out of sorts. They've been locked up for, you know, weeks in some of their cases. They're just looking like they're, like they're a bit out of sorts. So people won't believe them because they're Yeah, because they women. look confused and not necessarily homeless, but that aspect of confusion that homeless people have sometimes, like they're not quite sure where they are at any given moment. Wow. I don't know, but, but suffice to say, this group of women show up who apparently have no business being there and just start ranting about <laughs> an alternate dimension and how there are dinosaurs and they're trying to invade Earth. I have to believe... <laughs> people were skeptical yeah just just a tiny bit maybe but it's okay because they only have like 10 minutes to do it anyways that's true so lena tries to put the meteor piece back into the meteor and then she basically jumps out of her skin she gets like blown up and thrown up against the wall and her skeleton's just like there and then luigi with perfect comedic timing goes well she makes an impression (laughs) so they have to they have to try to get the meteor piece out now koopa is like walking up to mario and i thought this bit was funny like koopa has a flamethrower by the way and it has like the little fire at the end of it he walks up really close to mario to try and grab the necklace and then mario just blows out the fire i thought that was really funny for some reason well he blows out the pilot light on the 
the torch pilot thing. light. Excuse me. It is the pilot light not fire? I mean, yes. Well, okay, yes, it is. It Semantics, is fire, yes. motherfucker. Okay. Since the rock is back in place, the universes start merging. So Koopa thinks he is essentially getting what he wants right now. Him and Mario That's start. That's what to, he thinks. Yeah, they start to disintegrate, and they pop up in fucking Brooklyn along with some Goombas. Apparently, you'd think like everybody would like converge, but they didn't have a big enough budget to make that happen. So it's Koopa, Mario, <laughs> and two Goombas. Scapelli's there with his two goons who threatened Daisy earlier. Yes. By and the way, something we forgot to mention. Of course, the mention. other ladies are there. Oh, yeah. Of course. you got, Because they've, they've been out for two minutes. But we forgot to mention that Koopa has been developing a Devo gun. So it's portable. That is the uh, Nintendo Super Scope yes. 6. It's like the retro mutagen ray from the Ninja Turtles cartoon. Basically just a SNES Super Scope. And I he shoots one of the Scapellis and like the, the Scapelli guy, I think the boss man, and turns him into a chimp. Even though he goes monkey it's not a monkey that was actually pretty satisfying because that guy was a douche definitely not a monkey but yeah no it's funny and i love i I love apes man i can't fucking help it they're pretty cute it's goddamn adorable daisy and luigi they get the fragment out um not without significant effort luigi (laughs) sees what happens to lena and he's like um hang on to me all right because well, and not oh. only that, but okay, like Daisy gets him in there and then he like drills a hole in this thing so that he can like pull it out with, with some kind of extractor. But as soon as he, he goes to set down his drill gun, it gets rocketed out yeah, yeah. of the force field that they're inside of. And he's like, don't let me go because <laughs> apparently it's only her holding him that is keeping him from being blown away. Oh yeah, she is the chosen one, by the way. That's a, that's a thing that we're also dealing with here. That has had no set up like i think if there was one passing line of it and now some for some reason she's the she's got some magical ability to withstand this thing's force field yeah so they do get the they do get the fragment out and then koopa and mario teleport back to koopa land question mark and the bomb is still walking but they, they they're teleporting back to like the exact same places that they were when they left toad kind of saves the day he the goombas are getting ready to shoot all these fireballs at mario but you know Toad starts doing the doing that song that made them dance in the elevator on his harmonica. And that's that's the story reason for having had that scene. But what a fucking stretch! Oh my god. <laughs> Koopa still has the flamethrower, but well, he has the flamethrower again, I guess. Now Luigi and Mario have the Devo guns, though. They shoot Koopa, and the bomb finally goes off, would. blowing Koopa into the thing he was in before. He's back into that fucking <laughs> thing again. The bison the, yeah, chamber, the... <laughs> or floating. Thing. And then, you know, the, it, there's like a, a, a bit of silence because everybody's like, ooh, did we win? And then out pops this shitty looking CGI T-Rex. And I like it because <laughs> it, it looks cartoony like it should in this universe. It's That's true. It, it doesn't look anything like a real T-Rex. It looks very silly, but that's probably for the best because we don't want to scare the dickens out of the little ones. I do. Fuck the little kids. Well, Nintendo doesn't. They shoot him some more until he turns into a puddle, a big puddle of slime primordial slime yes the day is saved yay thanks to the super mario brothers uh you know what part bugs me the most about this do tell somehow the king just randomly turns back into the king from the fungus yeah there's no he hasn't yeah he hasn't been like shot with the evo gun or anything like that he just suddenly changes And it's fucking Lance Hendrickson out of nowhere. He's there for literally seven seconds. He's not there for very long and, you know, fine. Sure. It's, it's like Andy Garcia showing up at the end of Passengers. No fucking explanation. I want, I needed $20 for some pills. Fucking. (laughs) Apparently. 
I don't know. I don't know what kind of drugs they were doing at that point. Here, let us give you $5,000 to show up and say one line. Love those plumbers. Love those plumbers. That's, that's what it is. So, yeah, the Marios and Daisy, they go back to the meteor so they can go home because that's that's the way home. That's where the doorway is. Uh, Luigi says, I love you, but not in so many words. He's like, you know how I feel about you. You can't stay. But Daisy's like, I got to stay. I got to stay and help these people. I got to get to know my dad. You and know? then Mario comes up behind him and states in plain English the lesson of the movie. She has to stay and be with her people. And if you really loved her, you would understand that. And, of course, they they make out and... Then they leave. The Marios leave. And Yoshi, it just fucking pops up again. Here comes Toad. Here comes Yoshi. They're just fucking there, standing behind Daisy for no fucking reason. Just in case you thought he was dead, he's not. Yeah, they're both just there. It's fine. Cut to, it looks like a few weeks later, and Luigi's a little depressed. He's still watching the same old shitty TV, but this time he comes out of his depression a little bit when the people on the TV start talking about them, the Super Mario Brothers. Well, the Mario Brothers, and then, you know, they're talking about how they saved the day and how they should be called the Super Mario Brothers. I call bullshit on that. Even in the 90s, two weeks is way outside of a news cycle. There's but no way they're still talking about these guys. It's not technically a news cycle, is it? It's on that fucking show. Oh, that's right. That's right. It's on his weird conspiracy theory X-Files Bizarro show, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Okay, so yeah, I guess, yeah, that's not a news cycle. That's tabloid journalism uh, a la Bill O'Reilly's early career. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly like that. So they're about ready to sit down with Daniela and have some spaghetti and meatballs, because get it, they're Italian. <laughs> but However, they're interrupted. Yeah, there's a knock at the door. In comes Daisy with a fucking flamethrower, and she's all fucking tore up looking, and they're like, what the fuck? And she's like, I need your help. And I'm like, why them? Just because they accidentally managed to fucking save <laughs> you once? Sure. And then, you know, Mario, Mario's like, oh, I believe it. And then Luigi's like, you finally believe? He's like, oh, I believe. And then, <laughs> Thanks for setting up a sequel that actually looks kind of awesome when you look at it just like that. That we will never see. Never, ever. I, there had to have been a script. I want it. I would read that. There is a post-credit scene, though. Yes, not, there maybe is. Maybe a mid-credit scene, not a post-credit scene. But Iggy and Spike are sitting there pitching their video game ideas based on their exploits. Well, what do they call it? They, they go through a couple of names before they arrive on Super Koopa Cup. Cousins. Super Koopa Cousins. That's a good one, actually. I don't remember Iggy and Spike's asshole adventures. I can't remember what they were, but like uh, one, the one Iggy pitches is like all Iggy. And then the one Spike pitches is all <laughs> Spike. And then they, they finally land on Super Koopa Cousins. And that's fucking it, man. That is the Super the Mario Brothers movie. And so, yeah, that was a movie that came out when I was six years old. I was 14. And... and I would not watch it without cringing until I was in my 30s. <laughs> and I was the perfect age for it. That's just cut. Yeah, that's yes, you were six, seven years old. Perfect. Perfect. You know, this movie is bonkers. It is ridiculous. It is dumb as hell. <laughs> and it's an absolute blast. So one question that I have for you out of the. F OK, let's exclude Mortal Kombat because that's the superior right. movie out of these four initial uh, video game movies. So you have Super Mario Brothers, Street Fighter, and Double Dragon. Have you, you you've seen them all, right? Have you seen them all? Recently? I have seen them all. Yes, and uh, recently uh, enough to have make recently a, make enough an educated decision. Educated. Yes. Enough. What are you asking me though? Because it's two very different answers mm -hmm. depending on what you're asking. Which one do you like the best? Easily Street Fighter, and, and it all comes down to one thing: Raul Julia. He is definitely the selling point. Of just hamming it up just like kind of Dennis Hopper is in this fucking movie I agree but Raul Julia it 
we're seeing a side of Raul Julia that we haven't seen in 12 other movies, and he fucking sells it. The It Was Tuesday monologue is probably one of the greatest moments in any movie from the 90s. It's definitely between Double Dragon and fucking Street Fighter. I, I think Double Dragon is my favorite, but I'm not sure. Going between Double Dragon and Mario Brothers for me, that that's a little tougher. Like, if you said, which do you prefer? I haven't seen Double Dragon enough times and I saw Mario Brothers the most recently, so I'm leaning a little harder towards Mario Brothers than Double Dragon. But I gotta say, I, I would want to watch Double Dragon again before making that decision because it would be neck and neck for me. Oh my point. god, watch Double Dragon again. I fucking love that movie to death, but we're not talking about that. I just I was just curious which one you out of those three you thought was like the, at least the most the best for you. Oh yeah, Street Fighter by a mile. And the best in general, Mortal Kombat. It's just it just is. Oh, sure. Yeah, because Mortal Kombat's actually kind of good. The guy whose name I can never pronounce is Shang Tsung, and he's one of the best fucking actors in the goddamn world. Yeah, that guy's that guy's pretty awesome. I gotta I gotta admit. And Billy Madison's girlfriend is in it. Oh, uh, yeah. She is pretty much gonna be <laughs> Billy Madison's girlfriend forever. Yeah, it's Billy Madison's girlfriend or Sonya Blade. It's e- either one, you know. No, it's it's Billy Madison's girlfriend. I'm sorry. I, I'm never gonna remember her name, but I will always remember that she's Billy Madison's girlfriend. Even if you said Sonya you, what was it blade or Sonya, blaze sonia blade yep sonia blade like it would take me a minute if we weren't already <laughs> talking about mortal Kombat. so do you have any actual final thoughts on the super mario brothers movie yeah this has aged really well as a bad movie it's the kind of thing that if you can appreciate the sheer silliness and absurdity of everything that's going on i don't think it's possible to not enjoy yourself the only reason you wouldn't is if you're taking everything seriously and if you're doing that, it's it's an abysmal experience, and I don't recommend it. <laughs> but yeah, mm-hmm. if if you're if you're in it to have some fun, you're gonna have fun. Yeah, it it's a hoot. I agree. Yeah, this movie was incredibly fucking ambitious for its time, being basically the first of its kind. Yeah, I mean, they like I said, you know, big swing, huge swing, bigness, whiff, big one. Who who knew? Who knew that thirty years later we'd just be giggling about it because we just like this shit? I gotta say, I would I would rather watch this than than quite a few better movies that I've seen this year. Yeah, like I want to see the new one, but I'm not gonna go to the theater to see it. If it streams on something, I'm curious. But yeah, not, oh, I'll yeah. I'll definitely check it out if I you know if uh, if it shows up on Netflix or Hulu or something like that I'll I'll put it on. But I yeah I'm not going to go out of my way for it. Yeah, if my kids no. want to go see it or something, I I'd, I'd take them to see it. But uh, or my say, ne- you know niece or I was going to say you say that like your kids are like not sixteen seventeen years old at the youngest. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy, can we go see the? Shut the fuck up! You're seventeen. So start start acting like, like a I said, I I have. <laughs> I have a niece and a nephew, twin niece and nephew, who are nine years or eight years old, I think. Oh, there so, we go. That That's the right age. If they wanted to go see it, I'd take them. My nephew is now 18 years old almost, so. God damn. Oh, that's blowing my mind. <laughs> he was so weird? little when I met him. I know. It's so fucking weird. I don't like it. It's strange. Time sucks. Speaking of time, we are out of it. So, yeah, Super Mario Brothers. Go watch it for, for the best bad movie experience you could possibly have from a shitty video game movie from 1993 because it was the only one (laughs) that's true it was a pioneer in that respect let's talk about some social media let's go to everything you can follow us on everything at the shark pod patreon.com slash sharks across hollywood you can hear us talk about friday the 13th the asylum bullshit some mockbusters and the shaw scope box set which we were breaking into this year go there pay us go there do it pay us please patreon.com slash sharks across hollywood so in a couple weeks we're gonna be 
we'll probably actually be celebrating the release of this movie. Uh, we're going to talk about Evil Dead 2 because Evil Dead Rise is going to be coming out soon. That one I want to go see in the theater. That one I will be there for. Fuck yes. Hopefully it doesn't suck. Cautiously optimistic because movies like that can go fucking either way at this point. But Evil Dead 2 I guess rules. We're gonna have, so. <laughs> I guess we're going to have to see if the uh, franchise reputation holds. But Evil Dead 2 is fucking great. So we're going to talk about that. And we're probably going to suck that movie's dick all the way to the end. It's just going to fucking happen. And I apologize in advance. Don't uh, apologize. I Good. Fuck you guys. Give us money. Um, <laughs> we'll be back in a couple weeks when we where we will talk about Evil Dead 2. But until then, stay jawsome. <laughs>